This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 196 of Horse Tip Daily, a different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. Today's tip is sponsored by Equestrian Collections for the whole universe of equestrian shopping at your fingertips at a price you can afford. Enjoy today's tip. This is Glenn the Geek from Lexington, Kentucky, and welcome back to Horse Tip Daily. Well, today we have back with us Dr. Jenny Johnson. She's become one of our most popular guests, and she does great in-depth reports on medical topics, and she does them over at the Jumping Radio Show at the end of that show every week. And I've heard from some listeners, just talked to one yesterday, who said that they're just enjoying the heck out of these tips, so we'll keep running them. I appreciate that. Today's tip that she does is on horse chiropractic. And if you don't remember, Jenny Johnson, it it runs the Oak Hill Shockwave and Veterinary Chiropractic Clinic that's based in Calabasas, California. I just like to say that every time. And she uh, is committed to the maintenance of performance horses as well as family pets. Dr. Johnson is, a, as I said, a regular contributor over to the Jumping Radio Show. Now, this tip was taken as part of episode number eight, and it's co-hosted by Chris Stafford. That's who you'll hear at the, on this show as well. And if you'd like to listen to the rest of the show, you can do so by visiting jumpingradio.com. And we're going to be right back after this word from Equestrian Collections with Dr. Johnson on chiropractic. Glenn the Geek here. I was involved in equestrian retail for a long time, and I know one of the problems that we always had and always the complaints that we always had was from men saying there's just not enough men's options in clothing and riding boots and gloves and jackets and, and pretty much anything is was always geared, especially in the eventing world, to women's. Well, now you can find a selection. You can find a huge selection of men's items at equestriancollections.com. They have show and casual apparel, riding boots, thermal gear, gloves and jackets. They basically can cover you from head to toe. So if you're a guy out there and have always had that problem where you can't find products you want, check out equestriancollections.com. They have a ton of different brands. They have a ton of different styles. You're going to like what you find at equestriancollections.com. And now you can get $10 off your next order of $120 or more just by using the coupon code HORSERADIO. When you check out, just put HORSERADIO in the coupon code, all one word, HORSERADIO, and you'll get $10 off your next order of $120 or more. So find all of your men's products, all the things you need, guys, at equestriancollections.com. Well, we thank Equestrian Collections for their continued support of the Horse Tip Daily Show. And now we're on with Dr. Jenny Johnson and Chris Stafford. The quality on this call to Dr. Johnson wasn't terrific, but the content is worth it, so you'll get through it. It's not that bad. Here we go. We're coming now to our tip of the week uh, with Dr. Jenny Johnson, who uh, always has something very valuable to add to us, and we appreciate her input each week here with uh, a little tip of the week. So let's hear what Jenny has to say this week. Hi, Jenny. Welcome to the show this week. Thank you, Chris. It's good to hear from you again. Yeah, great to have you back on the show. And you mentioned last week that we, uh, we're going to be hearing about chiropractic for horses this week. It's, that's a fascinating subject. So many riders out there, of course, have chiropractic on themselves. But uh, not, uh, not all, all of them uh, have thought about applying it to their horses as well. So looking forward to, to this chiropractic for horses. And you, of course, practice uh, chiropractic on horses and small animals, I believe. 
Yes, I do. It's, and I've found it to be a very rewarding practice uh, both in both uh, areas. And I'd like to talk a little bit today about chiropractic and what it is help our listeners to have a better understanding of, uh, the, of the science behind chiropractic and a little bit in terms of what they can look for in their horses that might lead them to uh, believe that they could benefit from chiropractic care as well as what their expectations can be. So I think um, to start with, you know, what, what is chiropractic care? Well, it's, it's a manual therapy. It focuses on the biomechanical dysfunction of the spine and its effect on the entire nervous system throughout the body. Chiropractic care, the science of chiropractic, assumes that the nervous system controls everything in the body. The spinal column, the bony spinal column, is an intimate relationship with the nervous system because it houses the spinal cord. So it's natural to look at this bony spinal column and see how it relates to the function of the horse. The other thing that chiropractic assumes is that the body has an innate ability to heal itself. And the best example I can give of that is if a horse sustains a laceration or a cut and I go out and suture it, I don't go home at night and worry if that's going to heal. I know that if I've gotten the suture or the the injury cleaned of contamination, I've got the wound edges opposed and the sutures in place properly, that the body is going to know how to heal those two edges together. And that's an example of the body's innate ability to heal. And that's very important in the science of chiropractic. The spine of the horse is a really complex structure. It's made up of bones, ligaments, muscles, and nerves. It serves as a framework of support for the horse. It serves as the attachment point of many muscles. It protects the spinal cord as well as uh, the internal organs. I think we can all, have, can all understand the flexibility of the spine as a whole is critical to the horse's ability to perform or to do their job properly. There's not a lot of movement at each vertebral joint, but that flexibility of the spine as a whole is critical. It allows the horse to have fluent fluent movement. In the case of our jumpers, it allows them to jump. And without that mobility, it's going to, uh, the function of the horse is going to be dramatically impacted. Now, one thing I'd like to point out is that at each one of the vertebral joints between each vertebrae, there are a pair of spinal nerves that come out from the spinal cord. Those spinal nerves, one will travel forward and one will travel backwards towards the tail. And any alteration in mobility of the vertebrae can affect those spinal nerves. It can affect them by inflammation in that area, by restriction of movement of the vertebrae, um, just or, or actually direct impingement. And, and the, the result of that is it can alter the flow of information along those nerves. Those nerves are carrying information from the body back to the spinal cord up to the brain, and then information is flowing from the brain down the spinal cord out to those nerves. And if there's an alteration in the way those spinal nerves are functioning, then that can affect that flow of information in both directions. So and an alteration in mobility at these vertebral joints can cause a horse to change his posture to compensate for that restricted mobility of the spine and also to avoid the pain. And that can lead to an increased mechanical strain on other parts of the spine and the extremities. And, for example, you know, a show jumper that has decreased mobility in his thoracic area and lumbar vertebrae is going to have difficulty rounding his back. He may land after the jump's cross-cantering. He may have difficulty changing the leads. All sorts of subtle variations in performance 
that may not be able to be specifically pinpointed to one specific location through the traditional lameness exam, but yet still present a problem to the horse. Many times those situations are a result of an abnormality in the functioning of the vertebral column. And when we're talking about this abnormality in the, in the vertebral column, I don't like to refer to it as, say, a bone out of place. I, I won't refer to, to a vertebrae as being out. The vertebrae are in a, a, you know, an anatomical position, and they're not moving from that position into some other position where they're out of place. But what we're talking about is a range of motion. Each one of those vertebrae in the vertebral joints has a normal range of motion. When that normal range of motion is altered, that is when we have an abnormality in the flexibility of the spine. We can have either a little too much movement in a particular joint or a restriction of the movement. It might be uh, not moving in its normal position or it might be a little bit tweaked a little bit so that it's not moving in all through all the range of motion of that joint. And that's what's evaluated on a chiropractic exam. When your chiropractor, your horse chiropractor, equine chiropractor comes out to examine your horse, much like a human chiropractor would on a person. They evaluate, typically will watch the horse walk, watch the horse move, evaluate each specific vertebral joint for the normal range of motion. And if there's not a normal range of motion, then that's identified as an area that can be addressed through adjustment. Now I want to talk a little bit about you know, what can cause this misalignment in horses. There, a lot of them are sort of what we call activities of daily living. It could be sort of obvious causes like trauma, the horse falls or trips or slips, gets cast in the stall, those sorts of things can obviously cause an abnormality in the functioning of the spine. Um, narcotics, if the horse has been anesthetized or had um, general anesthesia for a specific reason, certainly afterwards that can affect the mobility of the spine. Transportation, now most of our show jumpers are you know, being transported all of the time. Transportation and uh, particularly long transportation times uh, can affect the mobility of the spine. They have, the horse has to stabilize himself while they're moving, and that can certainly have an effect on the spine. In the case of broodmares, certainly difficulty giving birth can cause problems. One of the problems that I think that our show jumpers also deal with a little bit, and particularly here in California, is a lack of movement. And what I mean by that is we don't have a lot of lovely large turnout paddocks or pastures like you would have in Kentucky. Our horses live in much smaller areas and are more confined, so they don't have the ability to go out and gallop around a big field on a regular basis or buck and kick and, and uh, do all the things that, that horses are meant to do. And certainly our show jumpers that are on the show circuit have less ability to do that on a consistent basis, and that certainly affects the mobility of their spinal column. And then, you know, obviously any type of repetitive strain uh, which falls, you know, our, our jumping falls right into that category. Whenever you're repeating the same exercise or they're doing their performance, that can certainly um, lead to alterations in the mobility. They can take a bad step here or there. Differences in footing can make a difference. Uh, the way the rider sits on the horse, if you have a rider that has a physical issue and the rider is not aligned, they may be sitting on the horse awkwardly or just off-center, and that can certainly affect the horse as well. A few other things would be unbalanced shoeing, and one of the biggest things is a saddle that doesn't fit properly. Those things can all lead to abnormalities in the normal range of motion of the vertebrae. Now, for our, for our listeners, what 
what can they expect to see in their horses or what type of symptoms uh, would you see in a horse that would benefit from chiropractic care. You can see any type of symptom ranging from you know, reduced performance, abnormal posture, lameness, uh, intermittent lameness, um, and sometimes something as subtle as maybe an insubordination when they're being ridden, a reluctance to go forward, a reluctance to round over the jump, uh, changes in their behavior, frightened expressions, uh, sensitivity to the touch, um, refusal to do their job, you know, not wanting to jump or hollowing over a jump, pinning their ears when they're asked to jump. It can be, you know, something more obvious like muscle atrophy. It could be stiffness on one side. It could be stiffness flexing the pole. Um, it could the rider might feel like they're off kilter uh, all the time. So there's quite a wide range of of abnormalities that you might see that could indicate the horse would benefit from chiropractic care. I'm just going to back up a little bit here. One of the stated goals of chiropractic care is to optimize health. So really probably all, almost all horses would benefit from chiropractic care on some level because we want to keep the spine and the structures associated with the spine functioning as normally as possible. And one other thing I'll add in here is uh, something that I've, I've heard from both small animal and equine clients is they've found that when their animal is undergoing regular chiropractic care, that they have found, found other benefits. The horses uh, or the animal's appetite is better, their coat's better, their general well-being is better. And I think it's important to understand and recognize that chiropractic is not just affecting the musculoskeletal system. Those spinal nerves that come out from the spinal cord have branches that go to the internal organs. So we're affecting the functioning of the internal organs as well. The other issue to touch on, you know, back on those spinal nerves is that, as I mentioned previously, one goes forward, one goes back. We don't know how far forward or how far back each nerve goes. And the importance of understanding that is that I may find an abnormality um, in the lumbar area of a vertebral um, restriction, and addressing that may resolve some problem in the forelimbs, which through traditional veterinary medicine, if I have a, what appears to be a lameness in the left front, I'm going to be examining the left front. With chiropractic, the beauty is that certainly as a veterinarian, I'm still going to examine the left front, but I'm also going to be able to examine the spine, and I may find something somewhere else that's contributing to that problem in the left front. And I think that's very important for our listeners to understand and have a, a sense of that it's, it's not necessarily that I'm going to find something specifically where there's a problem. It may be something elsewhere, and also that there can be effects on the horse in general. So, so how are these corrections made? Uh, I touched briefly on the exam where each, each vertebral joint is what's called um, moved through the range of motion or motion to the joint, and what that's doing is evaluating is that joint moving in each direction that it's supposed to and to the full extent. And if it's not, then an adjustment is made. And an adjustment, I want to be very clear to our listeners, an adjustment is a high speed but low force and very specific thrust on a vertebrae. It is not something that has to have a lot of force. And frequently, you know, I'm a fairly small person. People say, well, how can you adjust a 1,000-pound you know, or 1,200-pound horse? Well, the answer is I'm not adjusting a 1,200-pound horse. I'm adjusting one vertebral joint at a time, and that makes a big difference. And it is fairly accessible to feel those vertebral joints in the horse, but it's the accuracy of the adjustment that's important. We are through these adjustments, we're addressing 
a neurologic dysfunction in the spine and, and hope, helping and hoping to restore the mobility. Once we've done that, it's the task of the muscles and the ligaments to support that spine and maintain the new realigned position. And so that sort of leads me into the next question that I get a lot of is how frequently or how long will my horse need to be adjusted? Again, as with almost everything, that's a very individual case scenario. But I always tell people that chiropractic care is more of an ongoing treatment modality as opposed to a one-shot deal. Typically, you may see some improvement after the first adjustment, but I usually tell people to expect probably a series of at least three to six adjustments. Because what happens is if, if the horse has had a restriction in mobility for a extended period of time, I can come and adjust that and make a correction there. But the muscles and the ligaments are all used to that vertebrae being in a different position or, you know, with a restricted mobility. And it takes a while to retrain those muscles and ligaments to allow and to maintain it in the corrected uh, position. So that's um, typically why you will have an ongoing schedule of adjustments. It's similar to an orthodontist. That would be one way to think of it. When you go to the orthodontist, they put braces on your, you know, and they make continual adjustments on your teeth over an extended period of time to help them move into position. We're not moving vertebrae into position, but it's, it's a sense of allowing and retraining the body to help it have the mobility that it should. And finally, I want to touch on the training of the person doing the chiropractic adjustment. This is critical. Currently in the United States, there are three schools that offer uh, full-scale chiropractic training, and those are offered for either veterinarians or for human chiropractors that have completed their entire chiropractic training. And the training for veterinary or animal chiropractic is a minimum of 210 hours. There are two certifying bodies, the International Veterinary Chiropractic Association and the American Veterinary Chiropractic Association. I think it's crucial that when you engage a chiropractor to come work on your horse that you have a very clear understanding of his or her training. This is not something to be attempted by a layperson. Uh, I know that there are a number of weekend courses out there available to teach people to adjust horses, and it's not enough. In order to be an effective equine chiropractor, you have to have a very thorough understanding of anatomy, not only anatomy of the spine but of the entire body, but also a very thorough understanding of neurology because we are dealing with the nervous system, and it can be very dangerous to have someone that's not thoroughly and intimately trained in the anatomy and physiology of the spinal column, spinal cord, and the nervous system because we are addressing the nervous system and um, those adjustments are critical in their accuracy. It's critical that those adjustments are accurate. So I cannot emphasize enough how important it is that you have an understanding and an awareness of the training that the person you're employing to make adjustments on your horse um, is adequate. As I said, the, the minimum for certification is 210 hours. You can obtain uh, referral information from both the IVCA and the AVCA for a uh, properly trained veterinary chiropractor in your area. Both of those governing bodies require uh, a very extensive series of examinations. There's a, a extensive written examination, a clinical competency uh, exam, as well as a practical exam. These are these are serious board exams 
and um, in order to be certified, either the veterinarian or the chiropractor has to pass all of those examinations. And both of those organizations also require ongoing continue, continuing education, and I think that's critical as well, too. So I think um, the chiropractic care is a, is a very, very useful modality in keeping our horses uh, healthy, keeping them functioning well, and addressing many of the issues that perhaps are not easily addressed by traditional veterinary medicine. It's certainly not a replacement for traditional veterinary medicine, but I think it can be very complementary. And it's also uh, very interesting to see how having the horse properly adjusted can really affect the horse's way of going, can affect the horse's ability to do its job properly. It can help them stay sounder for a much longer period of time because they're using the body in a more biomechanically appropriate way. And it's interesting just to see how that can affect various parts of the body. And it's been a very rewarding experience for me to uh, do this type of work. And it's, it's also nice because they're, you know, basically non-invasive. Um, we're using it without medication and um, helping our horses to live a, a healthier, more productive life. Well, that's fascinating, Jenny. You know, it really makes you want to go out and get some treatment yourself after listening to that. Well, it certainly does. <laughs> <laughs> well, again, thank you so much. Um, that's an enormously helpful, instructive analysis of what uh, what chiropractic can offer you and uh, uh, your horse, primarily your horse. So I appreciate that. And again, uh, as always, our links to uh, your website will be on our website uh, for more information about the specialized subjects that Dr. Johnson talks about. So uh, we appreciate your being with us and we look forward to you coming back uh, again next week, Jenny. Thank you, Chris. I look forward to it as well. Well, thank you to Chris and Dr. Jenny Johnson. We really appreciate her joining us every week, taking the time out of her busy schedule to do these little tips. And I think they're they're more in-depth than others that we've had from veterinarians, and I, I people are seeming to enjoy that, especially people like my wife, who uh, really love the health part of owning a horse. And as I said, this tip was taken off of episode number eight of the Jumping Radio Show. You can hear the rest of that show at jumpingradio.com. Don't forget to drop me an email. You can do so at Glenn with two N's at horseradionetwork.com. We have some exciting announcements that we're going to make this week, and we're looking forward to telling you all about those. We would love your feedback, and don't forget to check out all the other great new shows on the Horse Radio Network at horseradionetwork.com. I'll be back again tomorrow with another new expert and a different horse tip. Until then, stay safe, everyone. 